0: Ready to take your business to the next level? Do you want to get your message out so that you can help even more people? Well then, World Changer, welcome home. My name is Cliff DuVenois and I'm using podcasting to build a seven-figure empire and this podcast will document my journey. Along the way, I'll interview the best and brightest marketing minds to get their advice and strategies, which I will test and I'll report back to you on what is working. Welcome to the Wake Up World Changer podcast. Hey everyone, before you go, if you're wondering how you can use podcasting for your business, then visit podcastleadgeneration.com and get the framework that showcases three ways to generate more leads for your business using podcasting. Once again, that's podcastleadgeneration.com. Make it a great day. Today's episode is brought to you by podcastleadgeneration.com. Learn how podcasting can help your business today. Hey everyone, today we're going to talk about going back to B.C. Be back after the intro. Hey there, world changers, Cliff here. So let's take a little bit trip of a... Okay, let's try that again. Let's take a trip back through time, B.C., before Cliff. So what I want to do is I want to share a little bit of a story about how I actually wound up where I am today. And that is uh, primarily working in the the info product space. And believe it or not... Uh, this is not something that I've always, always chased. But what's interesting is that it's always been a part of, uh, you know, I I guess something that's just been in my core, right? I've always thought to myself, you know, if you can teach people uh, to be able to do something, get them to be independent, uh, then they wouldn't be reliant upon uh, anybody. And so, you know, if we take a trip back in time, right? So, Uh, I graduated from college with my degree in engineering because I wanted to be an aerospace guy. And uh, I I played engineer for a number of years. And quite honestly, I did not care for it. And so, uh, but I just remember that I was like completely just, you know, I was doing really good. You know, I wasn't getting promoted. Like I really thought that uh, my life was going to kind of mirror the secret of my success, right? Michael J. Fox, I was just going to scoot up the ladder and go from like, you know, the mail room to president and CEO <laughs> in like two hours, right? Because I think that's the running time of the movie, two hours. But um, anyways, so, you know, I wasn't, you know, I, I went up for promotion a couple of times and I got shot down and the ladies in HR were kind enough to basically tell me that I wouldn't be promoted for like 15 years, which was way too long in my humble opinion. Uh, but more importantly is I didn't like the corporate game and it just seemed like, the, 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 the environment that I was in, it was a production environment. It was like dog eat dog. And, you know, I still remember the first meeting I went to uh, by myself as I sat down. And basically everybody in that meeting said, I can't do my work because I'm held for cliff. And I was shell shocked. You would almost think that that airplane production ground to a halt because of me. And uh, I was really really upset about that. And when I went and I talked to my boss, he goes, yeah, this is kind of like the way it is. And I'm like, okay. So the next time the meeting went around, I basically had to go in there like wearing armor. And for every person that blamed me for them being behind, I would turn around and say, oh, well, obviously you haven't checked your email this morning because I told you today that this, this, and this. And, uh, you know, that's basically what it was back and forth. And it's not me. Anybody who's known me for any length of time will tell you that I'm a pretty, uh, I'm a pretty positive person. So uh, anyways, during this time, uh, I was developing some applications and what I was doing was I realized that as I was developing these like web applications for the people on the floor to use, man, I was spending a lot of time one-on-one with people. And so every time that we would add a new feature or do something else, I'd have to go around and explain it to everybody. And man, that would just, that just took way too long. And what we did is we figured out, well, you know, if we've got this website out there, uh, we can also put like training material up there too. So that was my real first foray into creating uh, a process where people could do something and you know, teach themselves how to do it. And then, you know, if somebody came to me and said, yeah, I wasn't clear on the documentation, then we would work to make it more clear, you know, and put it back out there because somebody else was going to come along and get trained on it as well at some point. So with that being said, uh, you know, that was really my first foray into, into getting into like documentation and teaching people at scale how to accomplish a certain task. And this actually continued. I actually got, um, I was hired as a consultant for a software company, and this is all they wanted me to do. They had, uh, at the time, they had four different uh, software products. They wanted to be able to scale their training so that was global, you know, because they were selling their software all around the world. And so they wanted to have a training module that, you know, for instance, like, let's say that, you know, their headquarters is based in Delaware and they picked up a client in Indonesia. And so they were able to stand up an instance of their software in Indonesia, but nobody there could use it. So to get a trainer there would probably take maybe two days on an airplane. Uh, and then you probably need like a half a day or something to recover or a day to recover, something like that. And then you got five days of train. Meanwhile, your software is sitting there doing nothing, right? So I was tasked with coming up with software training. So it's like, well, what are the tasks that people want to do and how do they use the software? And this was the first time that I really got into doing like video training software, right? And being able to deliver that at scale. And this literally was used by thousands upon thousands of people, right? So uh, I did that for the longest time. And actually I built like a consulting agency around it. And I was like, you know what? I can do training videos for other people as well. And so, you know, I got out there and I was working on doing it and it was, man, it was a hard sell, you know, because as software became easier for people to use, they're just realizing, you know what, if I invest a hundred bucks into a screen capture software or use the default software that comes with my computer, you know, I could spool out a training video super fast. I don't have to pay somebody, you know, thousands of dollars to be able to do it. Plus that is, you know, I remember one guy I talked to in particular, you know, we, we made it all the way to the end. And, you know, he loved everything I had to say. He loved the model I put together and the training and everything. And we were working side by side, right? We made it all the way to the end. And uh, he said, great, let's have your quote. And I gave it to him. He's like, whoa. And I said, what do you mean, whoa? And I told him several times along the way what we were looking at for potential numbers. So it's not like he was completely surprised. But I remember he he was just like, he just was really quiet. And um, I said, is everything Okay. He goes, well, he goes, you know, a couple of days ago, I, I sent this uh, spec out to somebody uh, in Romania and they said they could do it for a thousand dollars. And I quoted him like 7,500. And I just remember I was like completely shell shocked by that. And I said, well, I said, if you, if he can do it for you for a thousand bucks, knock yourself out. And that's it. I got up and I walked away and you know, he called me like maybe 10 or 15 minutes later and he's like, well, Cliff, you know, if you could just come down on your price. And I was like, no, I said, I'm not coming down on my price. You know, we, you and I had negotiated this. we had discussed this. And if you're thinking that somebody in Romania is going to dictate my price, you're sorely mistaken. Right. And so I kind of left that, the, the training world behind right? Being able to do it. And, and But I still love the idea about teaching people how to achieve some kind of an objective. And the thing is over the years is I bought courses that are really good. And I bought courses that absolutely are horrible. And the ones that are good are the ones that get me to some kind of an end result fairly quickly. And, you know, the other ones that didn't are just like, I was telling you guys before I purchased this course on how to use Instagram and man alive, it's like so many videos. I mean, it's crazy. I didn't even buy Uh, his upsell package, which was like 400 videos, right? I I didn't even make it through his other videos because he didn't spend any time talking about Instagram, right? He was talking about this funnel software and how to set it up and and be able to make money. And it had nothing to do with Instagram. I was like, where's the videos on Instagram? So, you know, anyways, long story short, uh, it wasn't until um, I started reading books like Expert Secrets as well as .com Secrets that I started to see that this whole... Uh, infrapreneur space uh, can be very profitable. You know, if you you truly understand your avatar and what it is that they do, and if you can provide a solution to that, something where it's like a a DIY, like people watch it and they're like, oh, okay, this is how I do it, right? DIY or even, um, you know, done with you, right? Let me work side by side with you or look over your shoulder while you're doing it, right? Some kind of a VIP day, which I love the concept of VIP day, by the way. Uh, but anyways, just being able to, uh, you know, just being able to show them, right. This is how you solve your problem and people will pay for it. Uh, that got me really excited. And by this point in time, I had moved more into the social media realm, uh, which my social media game is about ready to change. Cause I've, you know, the summit speakers have done a really good job with their strategies and stuff, but I want to go a little bit deeper. So I've actually signed up for a couple of their classes, uh, to be able to position myself, to, to really dominate the space uh, that I'm going into. And uh, my, my free, you know, my challenge that I've been talking about, that's actually changed. We'll talk about that in another episode. But that's kind of like my journey. That's how I wound up to, you know, to where I am today, right? Being, you know, kind of like coming out as like a disgruntled employee versus coming out as being an entrepreneur, which, by the way, I actually prefer uh, being an entrepreneur. But it is not for everybody. You know, and I know that's kind of like the thing right now is a lot of people are like, ooh, I want to be an entrepreneur. And, uh, you know, it. man, it is hard. You know, and we we exalt these people for their success, right? Like Mark Zuckerberg and stuff. But really, some of these people, this is, it's a total unicorn. You know, Zuckerberg did not try to create, you know, a hundred different social media networks before Facebook hit it big, right? That's why I say he's a unicorn. And as far as I know, he was in one or maybe even two social media uh, programs. um, And the second one being Facebook that absolutely just blew up. So anyways, I just wanted to share that story with you guys and kind of give you an idea about like where I'm coming from and what my background is. And um, anyways, that's all I got for today. I'll catch you in tomorrow's episode. Cheers.